Hello and welcome to the Legal Perk Podcast. I'm Zane Shankiti, and today we'll be going into the first episode of our Tech Tuesdays series, where we'll look at interesting developments in the tech world and their effects on different industries. Today, we'll be talking about the fifth generation mobile network, or 5G, and the geopolitics involved. Part one, the importance of 5G. To hear the views of some tech experts, as well as telecoms companies, 5G will be the next best thing of the tech world. But what is 5G? Simply put, 5G is the fifth generation of technology standard for cellular networks, a step up from the 4G networks that provide connectivity to most current cell phones. 5G is believed to be smarter, faster, and more efficient than 4G. It is meant to deliver higher data speeds, more reliability, and massive network capacity. This has many predicted implications. On the simplest level, for a regular consumer, this means being able to consume more gigabytes of data on their smartphones, allowing for faster streaming and downloads, as well as huge improvements to cloud services. On a much more significant scale, 5G could make technologies that were previously difficult or impossible a reality. One of the most important features of 5G is what is known as ultra-low latency. This means a much shorter delay between a command being issued and a response being received than there currently is with 4G. This has many applications for technologies that are extremely time sensitive. This could lead to huge developments in applications such as autonomous vehicles or self-driving cars, where a shorter response time will allow the vehicle to make changes and avoid collisions. 5G sensors can also be used by authorities to optimize traffic flow within a smart city. It can also have many other applications, including what some believe will revolutionize healthcare with the feature of low latency to improve the scope of remote surgery and allow robots to assist doctors in surgical procedures. American telecoms company Verizon has restructured its entire firm around the potential of 5G and argues that it will usher in the fourth industrial revolution and change the whole economy. The company emphasizes the importance of extending the reach of mobile broadband. Due to its speed and bandwidth, Verizon claims that 5G promises to make significant improvements in 3D holograms, virtual reality, and augmented reality, which all have many applications with regards to gaming, sports, and entertainment. The increased bandwidth of 5G means that it will be able to support a massive number of IoT devices which can lead to greater developments in smart homes, allowing people to have connected appliances to automate tasks around the house, as well as more responsive and accurate home security systems. There are many who believe that the impacts of 5G are currently being overstated. Tim Cross, the technology editor of The Economist, says that while 5G will have a significant impact, it is unlikely to be as revolutionary as telecoms companies are currently stating. It is at least true that the usefulness of 5G will, at first, be limited. Until consumers, businesses in different sectors, and cities invest in this technology, it is unlikely that we'll see the full impact of it for another few years. Regardless of whether or not 5G will be revolutionary, it is important to think about the implications of this hyperconnectivity namely the security 
regulatory, and legal implications of this technology. Part 2. 5G, Huawei, and Geopolitics Before I move on to the implications of 5G, I would be remiss not to mention one of the most prominent players in the 5G game at the moment. Huawei is one of the most prominent firms in the tech sector, and has long been a poster child for Chinese innovation. While some may only be aware of Huawei's direct-to-consumer products, such as mobile phones, tablets, and laptops, Huawei is actually involved in many other aspects of the tech world, from cloud services to artificial intelligence, and, of course, the supply of 5G kits. Both 5G, and in particular Huawei's involvement in 5G, have been very prevalent in the news lately. Some aspects of this, such as the conspiracy theories regarding 5G, will not be discussed in this podcast. However, it is important to discuss the geopolitics surrounding Huawei and the supposed security threats that it poses by providing its 5G kits. In May of 2019, the United States effectively banned Huawei and has since been expanding the ban to include foreign-made chips using US tech and the US Department of Commerce will ban 38 companies directly affiliated with Huawei. This ban is expected to be extended through May 2021 and has now been echoed across many other countries, including the UK most recently, as well as Australia and New Zealand, where Huawei has either been outright banned or been given time to be phased out. But what are countries worrying about? Focusing simply on the security threat, the US had viewed Huawei and its rival ZTE as a security threat from as far back as October 2012. There are fears that China is using Huawei in order to spy on its rival nations. The company has also faced allegations of corporate espionage. The company itself points that no evidence of wrongdoing has ever been presented, and it asserts that it is a private company with no ties to the Chinese government beyond those of a taxpaying corporation. But many critics question how free any Chinese business can be from the Chinese government's influence. And countries fears that embedded 5G infrastructure from a Chinese company will put them in a position not only of security risks, but also having its 5G shut down in the event of international tension. On its own, Huawei stands as a very impressive looking company. Its 5G equipment is said to be more advanced than its competitors, and Huawei alone represents around 15% of the world's total global patent applications for 5G-related technologies. It is also one of the biggest spenders on research and development, spending over $15 billion in 2018 alone, and reportedly increasing that budget in 2020 by $5 billion. Huawei's equipment is also less expensive than its rival's kit. James Andrew Lewis, the senior vice president at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington, D.C., believes the reason for Huawei's cheaper equipment is that it is heavily subsidized by the Chinese government, a claim that Huawei strenuously denies. Whether or not that is the case, however, there has been a trend of countries banning, restricting, or phasing out Huawei products due to these security concerns, which will inevitably have an effect on 5G rollout globally. Part 3. The Impact of Banning Huawei There are many impacts of banning Huawei and other Chinese manufacturers on many different aspects of the tech industry. The first of these is in electronics assembly. To illustrate this, I'd like to read a quote from Professor Willie Shi from Harvard Business School. Quote, 
Modern electronic devices are the most complex things humans produce. Components are passed from one firm to the other, each of which adds a bit of value. Some parts cross the ocean several times." Unquote. Therefore, different components are manufactured and assembled in many different countries. So, when a company and its affiliate companies are blacklisted, particularly by a country like the United States, which provides or produces many of those components, it places a severe constraint on the supply chain in the production of those devices. Some are viewing this as the prime example of how fragile globalization and interdependence is. With China being restricted in producing electronics for other countries, many firms will now attempt to bypass China, for instance, by building factories in places like Vietnam, India, or Mexico. This will also mean that China will likely redouble its efforts to become technologically independent by investing more money into completing as much of the electronics assembly stage all in the same country. Some experts are viewing this as the time to conduct a radical change in the supply chain of technological devices due to the fragility and unreliability of the current model. And finally, I'll discuss the impact of the Huawei ban on the rollout of 5G globally. If there was a global divide in the rollout of 5G between those countries that are willing to use Chinese telecoms and those that are not, instead of the dream of a unified global communication system, we will likely end up with a fractured IoT. What this means is that instead of having interrelated computing devices that can seamlessly transfer data over a network without requiring human interaction, we will end up with two divided systems, which means that companies that operate in several different countries, some that are using Chinese telecoms and some that are not, will not be able to use the same IoT systems in both. Furthermore, global developers of devices that rely on seamless 5G, such as virtual and augmented reality applications, may be severely hindered by incompatibility in different markets. The same issue presents itself for companies such as Deutsche Post DHL, a package delivery firm, if information could not be easily exchanged between different networks, the company may have to revert back to paperwork and manually input information into the system. This is being nicknamed by tech experts as the splinternet of things in which different standards will be followed in different countries, which would be costly and inefficient and would completely defeat the whole purpose of implementing and embedding 5G in the first place. Part four. The competitors. With the current US administration believing that within five years, 5G could be the backbone of the new economic system, in which virtually all electronic devices seamlessly transmit information, it is absolutely critical for the companies that provide this 5G kit to be trusted. The main alternatives to Huawei are Samsung, Ericsson, and Nokia. And with some complaining about Nokia's quality issues, many believe that the race is really between Samsung and Ericsson. On September 7th of 2020, Samsung Electronics sealed a $6.6 billion deal with Verizon to build 5G networks in the United States to supply wireless telecoms equipment to the US until the end of 2025, which may be a sign that Samsung is getting an edge in the 5G race. 
However, until 5G rollout is completed across multiple countries, it is unlikely that we'll see which company wins the 5G race and what the effect of a fractured IoT will be. Part 5. Legal Implications As with any new opportunity, particularly where technology is concerned, the rollout of 5G comes with many legal challenges. One issue many lawyers anticipate with regards to technology that 5G will enable, such as autonomous or self-driving cars, are the issues of cybersecurity and liability. It is hard to anticipate now what the procedure would be if a self-driving car was hacked, putting people in danger, and what legal liability that would incur. Another issue is that 5G will introduce a new realm of intellectual property and licensing challenges. Earlier communication standards focused mostly on connecting mobile devices to the internet. But 5G has the possibility of connecting many more products and sectors, such as automotives, healthcare, agriculture, and manufacturing. Licensing these kinds of products is fraught with complexity, as the creators of these products will have to account for every function, feature, and chipset of their product and researching and obtaining the necessary patent licenses. This will be extremely difficult because it is not simply a legal matter, but those involved in attempting to license their products will have to become technical experts. And failing to license these products correctly could be a step back in the progress and potential of 5G and may result in litigation. And last, but certainly not least, there will be many challenges with addressing privacy and security issues with the rollout of 5G. There are potentially many privacy risks, and data governance will surely prove to be a challenge to many companies. To use the EU as an example, in 2018, the EU entered into force a regulation called GDPR, or the General Data Protection Regulation, which is a law that regulates the protection of data and is an extremely important consideration for companies with operations within the EU. Penalties for data breaches can be as high as 20 million euros or 4% of the total worldwide annual turnover for a company. This means data governance with regards to 5G is absolutely critical. However, most companies have to manually ensure that EU GDPR privacy and security obligations are being enforced at all times. This will be increasingly impractical, if not impossible, in the age of 5G mobile networks. According to Erexon, many telecoms companies, including Erexon, see automation as the key to EU GDPR compliance, which can mean a huge additional cost. More legal challenges are likely to present themselves as the rollout of 5G networks is implemented around the world. And with that, I'd like to end today's episode. As always, all the resources that were used in the research of this episode will be linked in the show notes. If you like this episode, or this podcast in general, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you would like some updates about Legal Perk, follow our social media accounts. That's Legal Perk on LinkedIn and Facebook, and Legal Perk underscore on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any comments or suggestions for any topics you would like us to cover, please email us at legalperk at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening.